What is going on, guys? It is Daniel Wright, and you are here listening to another episode of Paving the Way. And unfortunately, if you're watching this, you can see that I'm back in the seat, uh, the regular old seat. I'm not sitting here with my beautiful wife and now business partner that you guys got to hear about on Saturday. But um, nonetheless, I'm here for you guys. It's Wednesday morning. I hope you are doing fantastic. I hope your week is off to a great start. And I hope you're freaking crushing it. So, um, guys, it's been, um, honestly, it's been a wild ride the last couple of weeks. Um, like I've told you guys, you know, I've had, uh, I've missed a couple. I think I missed one, not this past Saturday, but Saturday before. We were doing some traveling for some business things that we're working on. Uh, this past week when uh, the one on Saturday, when that aired, um, we had recorded that about a day or two before because we were traveling again for some business stuff this past week. That's why the uh, the Wi-Fi was kind of glitchy on some of that some of that audio and video. But um, we're back in it this week. Uh, we're, we're here all week this week. Next week, we're traveling again for some. Uh, we got a, a wedding that we're going to be attending up in Chicago. So it's just a freaking crazy month for us here. Um, but nonetheless, guys, I mean, you can ask anybody around me that, uh, that's with me on a regular basis, getting in front of you guys twice a week, like I've tried to commit to this year has been super important to me. Uh, and I really appreciate all the support that you guys have given me so far, um, the support you've given me on the stuff we put out as well as the grace you've given me when I have not shown up for you on that Wednesday or Saturday morning. So as I always like to tell you guys, anything and everything that I talk about with you guys on these shows is relevant. It's things that I'm working on or that I have worked on or things that I feel like is helpful or would be helpful to you or someone you might know. So uh, anytime that anything like that happens, guys, like any sort of like a like, a comment, a share, you know how the algorithm algorithms work on social media. You know, the more interaction we get with stuff, the more people see the message. So I've shown up here for, you know, we're at 66 episodes now, which is obviously nothing compared to these folks that have been doing it for years and years. But Nonetheless, guys, we're trying to help each other get through this, uh, this thing we call life and business and working and leadership and being a husband or a spouse or, you know, whatever it may be that we're all going on, you know, we've got going on in our lives. So any of that help, guys, is, is huge. So I don't really ask for anything from you guys because I don't do this to ask or to get anything. I do it because I feel like I've been called to share what I'm learning and what I have learned to hopefully help pave the way for somebody else. Right. It's the name of the show. With that being said, now that you guys listen to me ramble and make my little ask um, that I think is probably one of the first big asks in all 66 episodes, so I'll be okay with it. Hope you are too. Um, today, guys, what I want to talk about is evaluating leadership frustrations, all right? So obviously by that title, this is going to be more relevant to uh, the business setting, leaders, things like that. Uh, if if you're not in one of those positions, I'm sure you can still get something of value out of it. So long story short, um, as a company grows, as a, as a business grows, and it goes from, you know, owner operator to where the person who answers the phone calls and, and takes the messages and does the estimates and does the work and sends the invoice and things like that. As it goes from that to then you just start developing a team to help do some of the work and then a, a bigger team to help manage the people who are doing some of the work and so on and so forth. Like as things continue to grow, you have to be able to grow in your leadership abilities. When you grow in your leadership abilities, one of those big things is not being the one to do all of the things. All right. I think some business owners, some leaders, whatever it may be, as they grow and they, they elevate through those levels, they forget the importance that if they're the ones having to put their hands on everything, 
the business can only grow to the point that they can put their hands on, right? So if it starts trying to go past that and their cans can't touch it, they're going to stop it. So John Maxwell calls that the lid, right? The leadership lid. So that person is just like capping the potential and the growth of the company and the people within it. That's the biggest part right there, though, is when you start capping the people, they will either become complacent and stay, which will become toxic and extremely horrible work environment to have, or they will leave to go somewhere else where they can grow. Uh, I, be I believe that us humans, we're designed to grow. We're not designed to just be stagnant and do, you know, just swim in circles our whole life and die. So back to the point about leaders and growing and things like that. As the leaders continue to grow and their hands can't touch everything, they have to start trusting other people to get things done. As a business owner that started from being the person who did it all to now not touching near the day-to-day -day things that I do, I can tell you this has been one of the hardest leadership lessons for me to learn because I get frustrated when things don't get done exactly the way I would do them right? Because for whatever reason, I think that I am the answer to all things our company. So if I, if I see something get done different than the way I would do it, I sit and question and say, whoa, 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 why are we doing it different than I would? And then I have to check myself and ask myself four key questions, all right? So now we're getting to the meat and the potatoes of this. The first question I ask myself if I get frustrated when I see something I don't like, First question is, are our core values being met through, through accomplishing this? You know, for whatever way this was done, are our core values being met or was there anything violated? You guys have heard me talk about the importance of core values before, mission statement, vision statement, things like that. Are those things being met or are they being violated? Okay, so that's the first thing that I check. The second thing I check is in whatever happened, is the client happy and is the objective being met? Right. Whatever we were setting out to do, did we achieve it? Did it get done to the standards and the values that we uphold? Right. And is the client happy with it? If they're happy with it, great. If not, then we obviously have an issue. That's where we stop asking any more questions. That's where, that's where we stop. Right. So all these questions, you only go to the next one if the answer is yes. So if the first question is, are the core values being met? Yes. OK. Next question. Well, I'm still frustrated. Is the client happy and are the objectives being met? Answer is yes. OK. Is the team happy? Are, are the employees, is the staff, is everybody good? Like with whatever's getting done, like whatever the thing is that's happening that I'm questioning on whether it should or shouldn't be done that way. Is the team happy? The people who are actually responsible for getting the thing done, are they happy with it or are they frustrated? Are they stressed? Do they feel undersourced or understaffed or you know overworked and underpaid or whatever the situation is, right? Do they not feel led properly or given clear direction? Whatever the situation is, is the team okay with how it's being done, right? If they're good with it, then the question comes, does the money make sense? Are we losing money? Are we giving something away? Are we overcharging on something? Like, does the money make sense with whatever the situation is that's happening? And then the last question, all right, number four, this is the hardest question out of all of it. Is it a me problem or is it a result problem? Okay, let that one sink in for a minute. Because this was brought to my attention recently when I was having some conversations within the, the group of uh, top contractor school. I was kind of bouncing some of these things off of them. Because like I said, this is stuff I'm going through right now on a daily basis that I'm having to evaluate these things. And it got brought to my attention. It said, 
well, Daniel, is this a you problem or is this a result problem? Like, are you not happy with necessarily the exact way it's getting done? Or are you not happy with the results that they're achieving or that they're, that they're, that they're getting? And it really makes me think, I mean, that's, that's a hard, hard question to ask ourselves, especially if you're in, you know, a, a, a position, a, a leader, a business owner, whatever it is that you have built up to this point, right? You've put in all the sweat, you've put in the, you know, the, the tears and the, the effort and the equity and the risks and the sleepless nights. And you firmly believe that you are the only one who knows how to do what you do the best way possible. Well, I hate to break it to you guys, but what I'm learning is that is an absolute load of crap. And unless I, okay, because I'm talking to myself here too, and but unless you and we as leaders learn to trust our team that we've put into the positions that we put them into to execute on the things that they're responsible for with upholding the values we have, with upholding making sure the client is happy and the objectives are met with upholding, making sure the team is taken care of and upholding, making sure the financials make sense, then we have to trust that they're accomplishing these things in, you know, good faith that the, the purest intents are being made. Okay. So when you ask yourself that question, is it a me problem? Is this an ego problem? Is it a, you know, I think that I'm the only one who knows how to do it, you know, my way or the highway sort of thing, or is it a result problem? Okay. Any of those first three questions, values, client or team or money, any of those first three questions, if the answer to those are no, like those aren't getting met, then yes, you have a result problem. There is an issue that needs to be addressed and dealt with. If it is a you problem, that's where you have two ways to go. Okay. If it's a serious issue with how they're getting something done and you're like, Hey, like this is really, you know, all those things make sense, but I can promise you like there is a better way to do this, a more efficient way or a more productive way. Then you turn it into a coaching situation rather than a breaking someone down and telling them what they didn't do right or they need to fix this or fix that. You turn it into a coaching situation. Right. So if they met all those things and it's a you problem, you can express that you can discuss it, but don't tear it into turn it into something that tells someone they're doing something wrong when all those things were met. And then if it's a result problem, then that is a corrective discussion. You have to make that correction and say, look, like we really did not abide by our core values on this, or the client was not happy with the results on this, or the money did not make sense. You know, we overcharged them for this when we shouldn't have done it, or we undercharged them, or we, we put resources on something we weren't supposed to because we did not account for it in the costing, things like that. So you have to ask yourself, if you are in a leadership position, and if you are evaluating frustrations and things like that that just happen on a day-to-day -day basis, ask yourself those three questions first. Are our values being met? Is the customer happy? And does the money make sense? And are the, is the team happy? So I guess I can't count. That's four questions. Thank you guys for bearing with me on that. But ask yourself those four questions. Core values, is the client happy? Is the team happy? And does the money make sense? If they all are, check yourself. Because us as a leader, we have a tendency to think that we're the only ones who know how to do what we do, right? So that's my encouragement, you guys, today. In your leadership possessions, make sure to humble yourself. Ask the hard questions because when you ask the hard questions is when the biggest growth and progress will be made in your journey. So, guys, I appreciate you guys tuning in today. Thank you guys for being uh, uh, patient and understanding the fact that I can't apparently count and that you have to ask yourself a total of five questions, not four. And there's three, nope, four that are the most important ones you have to ask before you ask, is it a you problem or is it a results problem?
So thank you guys. I appreciate you. I look forward to seeing you guys on Saturday. Take care.